0: good morning
1: well good, good morning good morning good morning here we are back in our favorite radio studio looking out at our favorite kind of weather nice and misty yeah wasn't the- that a surprise how vigorous that rain was when we came over the hill
0: uh uh-huh. the wetlands just looked beautiful today didn't they though so green
1: so succulent makes you want to kind of be a cow no, I don't. I don't want to be a cow. Well, I want to go out there and eat grass. You know, I look at all that stuff. I don't I think, want to eat it. Man, either. it just looks like if, if I could get in the right mindset. You
0: know? Yeah, well, I think you sound squirrely myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's peanuts. That
0: you know. Okay, this but is, it is beautiful. It and is
1: lovely. It's Absolutely. so
0: summer, so incredible summer. This time of year, when everything's just getting its fresh growth it's so soft there's something so
1: incredibly romantic about it and it comes so fast yep it just comes screaming up at you yep not long ago the ground was frozen and now it's just and blonde oozing and blonde that's right and now it ain't blonde no more Mm-mm. okay so this is Conversation Alaskan Gardeners we're taking call we're taking call-in calls from uh, all over southeast Alaska one 800 586 no 907 oh 907 yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry about that so
0: so if uh, you have any questions we usually get some really good questions give us a
1: call give us a call let's talk about something exciting
0: i want you to talk about planting
1: azaleas no i've been planting azaleas um planting azaleas was pretty exciting shallots Okay, planting shallots. We just got a, sh- a shipment of shallots. Uh, spring bulbs, and uh, we have lily bulbs, we have potato sets, but we are, are most excited about the shallots. And shallots are an onion family member, a little milder than, than regular onions, and very, very fresh. Fuller, fuller flavored. Really a
0: full, rich
1: flavor. And more expensive in the store than any other onion. Yes, very much so. So would you like to have some, come see me today. I'll be open from 10 o'clock till 4 o'clock. Margaret's going to be on the landscape job, so you'll have to talk to me when you come there. Too bad. Too bad. She's more fun (laughs) to talk to, I'll tell you what. And she never gets the the prefix wrong. So uh, when you plant shallots, like any other onion, they're a very shallow-rooted thing plant them deep like you would a lily a lily you'll plant about eight inches deep a shallot you plant about two inches deep that's over the top of the bulb
0: over the top of the bulb two so inches, they're kind of like, yeah, like crocus
1: yeah kind of like crocus the same kind of deal right and uh they'll come up like onions and, and have uh, tops like that and they'll be ready at the very end of the summer i have never grown fresh shallots but i should just imagine that the green part would be every bit as tasty as a green onion.
0: Mm-hmm. I bit so, or uh-huh. And nice
1: and juicy. Mm-hmm. Because you know the ones that come in the store have been dried for quite a while by then. They must be less flavorful. And as as I was looking around in the nursery just in the last few days, watching the trees come to life.
0: The nursery looks so pretty, Dave.
1: It is, it's really, really pretty. For someone who's who has not been to our nursery yet, it is perhaps the most beautiful nursery i've ever been in it's got that it's cute it's great, little the great views of the mountains and it's the unorganized
0: glacier. it's wonderful <laughs> well there is there is
1: that part <laughs> yes and you're going to find things that, that uh you're going to hear our staff go where did that come from or what is that or Because there's all kinds of stuff tucked away. A little bit of this and a little bit of that and a lot of something else. Hundreds
0: hundreds of plants.
1: But right now with the trees coming into leaf and the crab apples being in bloom and the cherries still being in blossom. The
0: trees are the deal. It
1: is so hot right now. And we got a great selection of Japanese maples from our favorite maple grower.
0: Oh, we have those big leafed maples that are bright yellow also. Isn't that something? Yellow leaf
1: maples. Norway maple is one of the the kind of standards around here, and the big red maples that you see in people's yards, those are a red Norway maple. The green ones that are great big, those are green Norway maples, and these that we have now are golden yellow.
0: Yes, they're absolutely beautiful, and they are sitting with the flowering cherries, which are real pale pink, and so the pale pink with the bright yellow, it's killer.
1: It is, and it makes you think of Easter when you look at it. it those combinations does. are really, really springy, uh-huh. and the rich, buttery yellow of those maple leaves. I can't get over it when I, I look at them. I know I looked at them last year, and I well, enjoyed. Well, it's like it. the lights when is they come turned down, on. Oh yeah, the lights turned on, and they're glowing from inside.
0: Mm-hmm. They really are.
1: And the uh, the Korean maples
0: so what are those yellow Norway maples called don't they have a name dry? they do
1: of course everything has a name and right. they're called Princeton gold Princeton gold sounds yeah. very, very respectable very respectable <laughs> kind of upper class
0: exactly
1: uh, yeah. okay and uh,
0: it's lawn mowing season Everybody's grass is turning green. I'm behind on my schedule because I'm busy doing something else. But I'm going to have to
1: mow lawns this week. Every other call I get now is about lawns. And most of them have to do with redoing established lawns because they're dissatisfied with the patchy look, the poor drainage. You know, just go for annual
0: ryegrass. It's always going to be funky here. Most people have lawns on really horrible soil. And... They don't live through the winter real well or they get mossy or they get buttercup or they die out and get big yellow spots but if you go rake that all out and put annual grass it's great for the summer it's going to die in the winter you can do it again next year you annual ryegrass
1: grass is not a bad idea i'm just saying
0: technique. you can use the perennial grass but only if you have good soil are you going to have true success with it and it's so much energy and money going into lawns it just drives me crazy everybody knows i hate lawns
1: (laughs) remember what your livelihood is
0: it's not lawns so anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) just because i know about them okay so um if, if someone's interested in putting a lawn in i'd advise you to read our article on our website about putting sand lawns in there's hundreds of sand lawns around here in Juneau now. And that's, an, and that's a good alternative to these other kinds of soils that people use. Right. That hold water too much, and they don't drain and all that jazz. And they turn to mud when you walk on them in the rain. Right. Whereas a sand lawn... Now, they do... Baseball fields are built on sand. Golf, golf courses. courses. Ah. Ah. Nah. There's your hug- hugaboo <laughs> I knew I could get to you if I said golf courses. <laughs> so... uh a sand lawn essentially is a spread sand out, put three inches of sand on the ground, mix a little peat moss into the top of it so it holds some rake
0: moisture. It, rake it in?
1: And then uh, plant a lawn on top of it, which is...
0: Well, first you com- you put a roller on it so it's compacted and made f- a little firmer than
1: and just flat. loose
2: and flat. So Here comes a re- call. You get re- rid right. of all the
1: hills. Good morning.
2: Hello, this is Mary Ann Dirkman. I'm so glad you're talking about the lawns and the rye grass. Oh, Mary Ann. Wow. Yes, and I think that they have uh, those bags of sand, and I don't think I can mention the store, but if you just empty out those bags and then put the rye grass on, will that work?
0: Well, you still have to get a roller and compact it
2: somehow. You know. Oh, it, oh, put water in it? You mean a roller wet you put with
0: water in it? With a little in. bit of weight, right. And make sure it all gets leveled out and compacted so that it drains the directions you want it to drain in.
1: And the sand that comes in bags, you're not going to get very much in a bag of sand, you know, Marianne. Still, it's, but you can though, go to
0: AgPro and get sand.
1: Yeah. And you can you can order oh. a truckload of sand either from AgPro or from uh, Alaska Juno. And we can deliver sand. Yeah. So okay, it's pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, I
2: just was, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about in the low spots where all the moss came out.
1: You know, oh, right. To,
2: well, you could use that you know, then just,
1: if you wanted. Right, and lots of people and, do that. Fill it up with sand.
2: Yeah, and then the other question is: is um, the rhododendrons have two types of spots on? You know, two types of holes that get in them. One is in the center of the leaf, and one is on the edge of the leaf. And I believe the one on the edge of the leaf is the one that you have
1: a product to put on the ground. Nematodes. Yeah. The little nematodes uh, that go for the larvae. Have they come in
2: yet?
1: They Is it haven't just- yet, but it's just, the soils are just getting warm enough. So I'd say two weeks from now will be the first time to apply them. And I'll have a plenty of them. That has been okay. such a, a dramatic change in the pest population using those. Thanks for reminding me, Marianne.
2: Right, well, I've been, yeah, because... Uh, Mine definitely There were just uh, maybe one or two spots, and now there's uh, several more, so that's why we Yeah,
0: they, they come up at night and chew on your rhododendrons. They're in the soil.
2: Now,
1: right. Right. That's, that's, that's what, why I knew about the nematodes. Right, and that's for, that's for the holes, but the spots on your leaves are usually from some kind of a fungus.
2: Ooh. So then
0: what? Well, you want well, to make sure you rake up all your old leaves so you don't leave them on the surface of the ground. Yeah, I did that. Okay. Yeah. And what's your recommendation? You can, you
1: can get a fungicide. The ones that say for uh, roses, they, that generally oh, okay. that generally has, cause okay. it's, it's a rust. The, the fungus spots on your, your leaves are a type of rust and the rose fungicide has a particular part in it that's against rust. Okay.
2: Sounds good.
1: So wherever you can buy that kind of stuff, they'll have it.
2: If it's been in the uh, like a garden shed for a couple years, does that mean it's not going to be any good?
0: No, well, I think it'll be fine. Oh, okay. no. mo- you just most shake cases, it up. It's okay, you know. Okay. And the other thing is, Marianne, you wouldn't spray that on a day like today, but you don't want to spray it in the hot sun either. So a soft, cloudy day is a good day for doing that. You, like don't, you don't oh, okay. want to burn them it by doing it in the hot sun.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Okay. Thanks. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Thanks, Bye, for Thanks
0: for calling in. Uh, yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Okay, potatoes. Potatoes, what kind of potatoes came in.
0: What kind of potatoes do we have, Dave? I have
1: four kinds of potatoes. I have red ones with white flesh. I have white ones with white flesh. I have uh, golden potatoes, and I have a russet potato. This has been a hard year to get seed potatoes.
0: Didn't they have a crop failure?
1: They had a, had several crop failures across the country and around the state. These came from the state uh, plant materials center. So they, uh, we know. In that Fairbanks.
0: They're, yes. Great. We know
1: that they're virus free, and uh, the, and that they are what they say they are. So uh, come. People I don't, don't have a lie, whole lot. do they? People lie. <laughs>
0: They yes say what they
1: st- there are people who lie <laughs> who say this is a duck <laughs> when really it's a dog okay hey, but uh,
0: mowing lawns
1: anyway mowing, mowing lawns. lawns it's time to do it i've seen i've seen a lot of lawns being mowed already i'm
0: mowing this next week
1: yep And uh, make sure before you go out and start your mower, turn it over and look at it. Make sure your blade is sharp.
0: Make sure it has a blade.
1: (laughs) Make sure it has a blade. That's also (laughs) a very important part. And that the gas you put in it is real gas and not mixed gas. Don't mix the two cans up. Or get an electric mower. You know, speaking of electric mowers, I was talking to Tyler this day. And they have all kinds. You mean the battery-powered. The battery-powered mowers, that's right. Oh, you're right. There are still there are still electric mowers that have cords. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I
0: remember when you bought me one when we were when we our kids were really uh, little, yes. and I would write messages in the lawn to you like "Get with it."
1: <laughs> it was just a little. I had not thought of that in many many years. Come home and there's a message written in my lawn. There's no secret about that either.
0: No, absolutely not.
1: All right. And uh, Taylor, Tyler also has a good selection of Tyler. backpack Tyler. Tyler Rental. Tyler Rental in Lemon Creek is where we all go to buy our equipment. And they have really nice still power tools.
0: We used their little chainsaw and their blower.
1: and The power broom.
0: Uh, the power broom. Love that power broom. For yeah, getting man. gravel out of your lawn, it's the way to go.
1: It truly is. So and And they're so friendly and so helpful. And they fix things.
0: And they like power washers.
1: And they have great
0: And, boy, power are there washers. a lot of dirty things around my house. I want you to use the power washer on your truck.
1: I washed the, the my dirtiest,
0: truck dirtiest The dirtiest truck in town.
1: I washed my truck the year You might year have we to use it. it
0: on the inside and the 2004. <laughs> outside. 2004.
1: <laughs> okay. I said, okay, that's your bath. Okay. Okay. Other than that, let it rain on them. So uh, talk to me about how you went around about... Designing the landscape for the Riverview.
0: Well, it's a complicated process I'm in sorry, a way. River Edge. Riverview.
1: Riverview. I don't you that, I'm losing your memory. Today, all right?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Riverview
1: is the new assisted living project that's in Vintage Park.
0: What really drove me uh, for designing that is knowing who was going to live there not personally knowing them, but knowing the people of Juno, and knowing that they would like it to be pretty. So that's what directed Tough and Pretty. So that's what drove my design and the fact that it's called Riverview, so I made it look like a river in the front of the building because they've already got a river in the back of the building. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, you know, I realized... I'm never happier than when I'm working. I absolutely love installing landscapes. And if I could, I would work 365 days a year with a crew doing that. Just that in Alaska, you can't do it in the snow, so that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But I just love it.
1: If you're driving around today, go drive by and look at it. It's In just a few days, it's been transformed, and it looks so pretty.
0: Well, like, it's going to get... Uh, there's going to be a lot more added to it that's just the first wave there's about three more waves of plantings that are coming yet
1: that is fun i can't wait Uh uh-huh it is really fun and i enjoyed working with you yesterday
0: i loved it too dave thanks
1: getting all those things in the ground so up at landscape alaska today i have bleeding hearts i have dwarf yarrow i have three colors of bee balm i have lily bulbs the lily bulbs are the, really the
0: killer yeah. with a still bee. That's a great combination, and uh, and they are all great. The bee balm too. Put throw some bee balm in there, especially if you are doing a pot.
1: And last year it was almost impossible to get bee balm, so we struck early and got several colors of it. I, I think I think one of them is gone already. So
0: we bought red, and these are all dwarf varieties. I don't buy the big ones because when the July rain comes with the big winds it just blows everything right out of the garden but when you buy the dwarf varieties the flower is just as big it just doesn't get as tall so it doesn't get weighed down with all the water that gets thrown at it
1: the july storms yeah i'm with you and bee balm is something that's that's not only pretty to look at it's also quite tasty
0: i don't know about that (laughs) you
1: drink it every morning that's the flavoring for earl gray tea is bee balm okay you no, know, and and so uh,
0: you sounded like you were going to eat it like an ear of corn or something.
1: No, although the corn has been pretty good, <laughs> and the, and uh, for years Landscape Alaska had a relationship with a grower down south who was the pansy king, and then it kind of faded away for a while. But we're back with them this year, and we have a pansy alley that has. Really, you know, darling. Hundreds and hundreds of pansies, darling, that are just pansies. showing color now, and they're just so beautiful, lovely big plants, lots of colors. If you're into pansies, and who's not? Come and see them. The uh, pansy is the uh, antique French from pensée de amour, remembrances of love.
0: Absolutely.
1: And uh, in all kinds of languages, the, uh, the names for them, the common names, all have to do with remembrances. And you know, when you look at them, you can see. They, they look so sweet. And people fold them into books. And back when people had books. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, press the flowers and then put them in their little envelopes when they sent notes to each other. Pressed pansies was a, a symbol, a signal that I'm thinking of you romantically.
0: Great. I have lots of books. Pick me a pansy.
1: You got it. Listen, we uh,
0: have also have violas. Really sweet. Just coming awake. But big plants
1: yep really really sweet, and we'll be open until four o'clock today so you have plenty of time to come up and get some remembrances of love
0: that's right it'll
1: be such fun and uh, let's see the uh, the peat drought has broken and we finally have access to real peat soil so except Margaret won't let go of it oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you talk well, to me, I'll be able to get you a couple bucket <laughs> loads of it. We'll do it when she's not looking.
0: When she's not there.
1: That's right. Okay, so uh tell me what your next project is after you finish this one.
0: Well, I have uh ongoing projects in maintenance that I have to work into any big project time, you know. And that's why I was saying it's going to be lawn mowing season because lawn mowing and weed eating and all that and uh, and a lot of places lost plants this winter. You know, the long winter really ate them up. It wasn't that the weather was so severe, but it just went on forever.
1: Forever and ever and ever. So and there's ever. some
0: planting at the bank I need to do to give them a f- little facelift and um, but you know, I got a couple more weeks on this project, and I have the nursery to take care of, and I have all that potting that has to get done in Montana Creek. You know, I have several absolutely. hundred plants that I need to step up into other cans. So I'm busy.
1: Sounds like a fun list, an absolutely fun list. I was st- I was walking around behind that greenhouse in Montana this week looking at all the overwintered shrubbery coming to life.
0: Yeah, you need to bring that. all the you leaves need to bring that,
1: Such a beautiful color.
0: You have to bring that glow girl
1: up. Glow girl is a kind of spirea that has really transformed a lot of the landscapes around here. If you think about the, the uh, search clinic, the Ethel Lund Clinic on the search property, and drive by that or look at it or you stand out and look at it, what Margaret replaced their lawns with were Glow girl spirea.
0: Well, the lawns that were on slopes, we planted them.
1: Right. So they could Where it was dangerous s- so, to so they
0: could maintain them better.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful, wonderful spirea. It comes out chartreuse.
0: Yes, it does. Golden
1: chartreuse, and then it's, it's a kind of a light lime green during the summertime, and then in the fall, it it's real colors show. It's
0: purple, red, and orange in the fall.
1: It's it's, it's really a, a very unusual color,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: and really uh, once you get a couple of them in your yard, you'll think, you know, I could use this as a. Uh, a ground cover. A ground cover, a spray paint kind of application. And you can cover large areas putting small plants in. And in just a couple of years, they fill in and they, they get so dense that they cut off the light to the ground below them. And of course, that suppresses the weed growth. Just, that's always the goal. aim. That's always the goal. <laughs> Beat the weeds at their own game. That's right. Work with evolution. That's Move right. ahead in time.
0: So what else is you on your list there, Dave?
1: Uh, the rest of my list is, let's talk about the uh, root weevils. We did that with Mary Lou, Mary and fertilizing rhododendrons. Now is, is the time to fertilize your rhododendrons for the first time this year. And you want to use something that's got, uh, so fertilizer comes in like 8, 32, 16, three numbers. And you want to make sure that you got something in that middle number that has an, enough because phosphorus is
0: what sets the flower buds that's
1: right and the, the first one is nitrogen and that gives you the green growth and the bright green color but the next one is more for flowers so when you look at your fertilizer you think okay 8, eight, eight well that's got some 8 12 12 that's even better for doing that
0: so uh it's a call-in show call in it's sure.
1: 907 586-1800 And we're going to be going on tour this summer. Where are we going to go? We're going to go to Cake. We're going to go to Metlakatla. We're going to go somewhere. Sitka. Let's go to Sitka and look around at the landscapes there.
0: I like going anywhere. I loved going to Cake. Mm -hmm. You know, I love Southeast.
1: Yep, I I feel
0: really lucky to live here.
1: It's a nice neighborhood, isn't it? Very nice. Okay, so uh, we can ship stuff to you people who are on other islands or at other places. You know, if, it's for the, if the U.S. mail comes there, you can get things from Landscape Alaska. And uh, one of the things Margaret was talking about earlier was about how useful the dwarf plants are. And the same thing is true with rhododendron. And the dwarf rhododendrons are, that are just opening up are the dark, dark red ones. Oh, the, the Baden badden Baden Baden. that's right. And they're just cracking open with color. And the red color of that is so deep.
0: It it is, and it's really more dramatic than any other red rhododendron that I know of because the leaf is so dark. So the combination between the really dark green and the deep, bright red is really a winner. And the thing about dwarf plants a lot of people think, well, I don't want something that's going to grow slowly. But really, time passes pretty quickly, and you have you, less time has to go into maintaining your dwarf plants. Where when you buy a cast iron hybrid, a big one, uh, a lot of time goes into
1: it. That's right, and you have to get a call, things. Dave. Get a call. Okay. Good morning, conversations.
2: Good morning, I just have a question. I have a, a couple of about 30 to 35 year old uh, lilac trees that are probably eight feet tall. This year for the first time, half of them are budding out and then half of the tree is looking like it's dead. I was wondering if I should cut the dead parts off or let, just wait, be patient and let it happen.
1: If you scrape the bark with your thumbnail and it's still green underneath the outer bark, that means that branch is still alive. If it doesn't, then it's dead, dead. And one thing that happens with lilacs is they're subject to a root rot called Pseudomonas that kills off the plant a branch at a time.
0: But if I were you, I'd send a picture of your plants to David if you have that kind of phone and let him look at it a little bit closer. Surely. Because once you cut it off, it's off, you know, and yet if it has a a virus, it already has the virus. So don't be too hasty to prune it back and then think it's going to come on again because it probably won't. Right.
1: And, right. and a plant that's 35 years old, you know, it's, it's pretty substantial. And when a branch dies off on that, it's, it's a significant thing. Right. That's why right. we says, true. don't be hasty about it. But do send me a picture. You can use Landscape Alaska at Gmail and uh, I'll look at it closely.
2: All righty. Thank you so much. You, you betcha. Bet. No Good problem. luck.
1: And that reminds me. Also, we have a whole bunch of lilac starts. People are looking for lilac starts and want lilac hedges. We've got the really, really deep purple and the bright blue available, as small as small plants, t- Right. small plugs, right? Uh, and but we
0: have gallon can uh, Miss Kim too, and
1: and larger Miss Kim. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes a lilac. It's got that. that uh, Everybody loves lilacs. It's got the aroma that touches your heartstrings. It's got the sense of old timiness and the sense of of relationship to other places i love it
0: so how do plants get viruses i mean is it in the soil
1: uh most times now uh, there's a there's a whole broad Uh, yes i understand you're right a lot of them are in the soil and it just gets it and finally comes to a level where where it's there's enough virus in it to affect the plant's growth. So sort of it's, like in that Southeast but Alaska, many of them are passed by insects.
0: Many of them are passed by because in Southeast Alaska you have more water than most places, and you would think that viruses would be quite rampant here. They're
1: everywhere. They're everywhere, and even a, a even a plant that looks
0: do, do plants in the desert get viruses too?
1: Absolutely, and and you know, viruses are so ancient. Such an ancient life form. They're before plants. You know, it's just like like uh, plants invented insects so they could have pollination. <laughs> you know, it makes you think of the. Let's the, have a party. Let's have, that's right. Viruses <laughs> are kind of the same thing. They were here before anybody else. You know, and, and the kind of the, the essence of life form. And, you know, think of how, how many viruses there are on your skin and that kind of thing. Okay, one minute left to go. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for calling
0: the, in, folks. We're
1: coming to the end of our show here. Uh, you can talk to us anytime we're glad to and this is Margaret and Dave from Landscape Alaska until next week we're wishing you all happy gardening